Okay, hello, and uh, welcome everyone to this new Treasurate webinar. So today uh, we are presenting in cooperation with Grima, and we're going to be talking about the importance of securing all your digital uh, business valuables, communications, um, and the role of end-to-end -end encryption um, in getting there. Uh, so before we get going, um, there's a few people still joining. I'm going to take this opportunity to just introduce myself as well as my co-host for today, Megan. So um, I'm Olivia and I lead the product marketing team at Treasure It. Um, my focus is on connecting the dots between the products we build and the uh, customers. So ensuring we keep developing solutions that meet real needs. Miguel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. Uh, my name is Miguel. Uh, I lead sales and customer success at Threema for our B2B business. My team and I work together with prospects and uh, clients to make sure that they can protect both their information and the privacy uh, through secure communication solutions. In the last weeks, you might have uh, read in the news about our latest uh, win, um, the Swiss police. Thank you so much. So um, now that that's done, let's dive right in. Um, just to let you know a little bit of like housekeeping, there's a Q&A button uh, at the bottom of your screen um, and you can share your questions as we go through this presentation. Um, you can even do so anonymously um, and we'll have a section at the end of this webinar to do questions and answers. So we'll go through these uh, then. So, um, Miguel and I are just going to briefly introduce uh, Treasure It and Threema uh, respectively, just so you know uh, what angle we're coming from. Um, so to start with Treasure It, um, at the core of the Treasure It solution is a patented end-to-end -end encryption technology um, based on open source uh, cryptography. And behind this is a team of more than 120 talented engineers, marketing experts, and we're located in offices um, in Germany, Hungary, and Switzerland. Um, and about a year ago now, um, the Swiss Post became a major strategic investor. On uh, our side, uh, Threema, like Treasurit, uh, also started 10 years ago with the mission to protect users' privacy and information. In uh, 2016, we launched uh, Threema Work, our solution for companies, which uh, today uh, became the mark European market leader for uh, secure communications. And we count already over two and a half million users and over seven and a half thousand customers. Our customers rely heavily on Threema uh, or our Threema work or our on-premise solution to either use it as enterprise messaging solution, as secure messenger, um, as well as a complement to uh, collaboration solutions or as business continuity solutions. If we take a deeper look into our customers, we can say that Threema is used across all possible industries and uh, by organizations all around the globe. We are very proud that the solution is used by companies such as Daimler, Mercedes-Benz, ThyssenKrupp Elevators, the Swiss Army, the Swiss Police, or also the German Central Bank uh, or the Bavarian Tax Office, among many, many others. Thank you very much. So for those that have joined a Treasure It webinar uh, before, um, you probably won't be surprised to see this slide. 
um, as our commission hasn't uh, changed. Um, but I'm here with Miguel today because this mission is actually one that Treasurer shares very closely um, with Prima, as you'll discover. And we believe that data privacy is a human right. Um, we aim to empower everyone to take back control of their digital valuables. And at the core of what we do um, is best in class end-to-end -end technology. But we're seeing that increasingly, as our world digitizes, data is at risk everywhere. And for businesses, we've actually seen um, that a majority of company communication is still facilitated via email, and the use of emails rose in 80% of companies in 2021. This leaves businesses even more vulnerable to email-based security threats. Um, but Miguel, what's the trend when it comes to instant messaging for businesses? We also see the same trend uh, on the messenger front. Uh, the usage of messengers increased substantially in the last couple of years. And by now, 66% of all companies use messenger services for internal or external communication communication. Messaging become, uh, became by now already the second most used channel in corporate communication. This unfortunately also brings uh, quite some risks uh, into the game. We unfortunately also see that many organizations rely on non-compliant and unsecure solutions when it comes to uh, messengers, leaving companies exposed to major security or uh, regulatory risks. The usage of private messengers for both private and business communications, as an example, as well as the issues arising from the inability of uh, managing users and security settings is causing, as an example, a lot of the so-called data accidents. So when you share information with people that you did not intend uh, to share. Further, there is a risk for violations or data privacy regulations resulting from that. Also because most uh, private messengers are not GDPR compliant. As you cannot control uh, with whom you can share information, or with whom you're sharing information, there is also an increased risk of um, losing highly valuable uh, assets and spreading information outside of the organization that you should not. If you receive, as an example, a WhatsApp or Signal, Nothing prevents you from sending this to somebody else outside of the organization because of those missing settings. Many of these risks also rise exponentially uh, because of the rise of shadow out IT. As shadow IT, we define the usage of private software like a private messenger uh, for business usage. Many of these solutions that we're already discussing do not even uh, meet moderate security or privacy requirements. Last but not least, um, companies also often do not provide to non-desktop workers the same level of, of security as for desktop workers, even though they would even require stricter controls and more strict security measures. Luckily, there is a way to mitigate these risks, and that is end-to-end -end encryption and privacy by design. And by that, we mean end-to-end -end encryption that's human first, embedded into daily workflows and supported by a powerful suite of admin capabilities. So <clears throat> what is end-to-end -end encryption? So end-to-end -end encryption secures communications even whilst it's transferred from one system or device to another. Um, as it travels to the intended recipient, the message can't be deciphered 
or tampered with even by your internet service provider. Um, but as with many things, the effect of end-to-end -end encryption uh, is best when compounded and all communication channels are secured. So from file storage to file sharing, emailing and instant messaging. But are all encryption solutions created equal? Uh, and here uh, I'm going to say they are not. Uh, so here's an example of an at rest uh, encryption method and at rest here uh, means that the file or data is encrypted in storage only. You can see the little icons um, on, on this uh, illustration um, and it's decrypted when in transit. Now you have to watch out because many providers uh, will call this end to end encryption but you can see that it's actually still open and vulnerable to sort of hacking attacks, data leaks and so on. On the other hand, true end-to-end -end encryption means that no one except you, so not even the service provider, for example, Treasurit or your internet service provider can access your data. I think you can all spot the difference on this uh, illustration. Uh, this is the principle of zero knowledge. Um, the crucial point on this slide uh, is that even if an attack should happen, for example, on one of the servers, um, none of the content would be readable because it's totally encrypted. So with this in mind, um, I would just uh, like to uh, ask you a quick question in the form of a poll uh, to make sure that you're still following. Um, <laughs> so what kind uh, of encryption uh, should you be looking out for uh, to truly protect your business's valuable data? Uh, so if you don't already, uh, you should be seeing a pop-up on your screen. And while you take a second to look at this, I will just have a sip of water. Okay, a few more seconds. But I can see that the huge majority of you want to see the encryption being truly end-to-end -end from the endpoints in motion and in REST, the whole, uh, the whole transit uh, should be encrypted as well. And we both agree with this as well. Thank you very much. So for now, I'd like to hand back over to Miguel, who will chat you through some more benefits of true end-to-end -end encryption. I'd like to emphasize uh, um, again on the point that you uh, were mentioning um, right now. Um, it's really important to understand the difference between the two methodologies as we see more and more providers talking about true end-to-end -end encryption. But if you then start to look into it, you see that um, there are quite a lot of differences. Um, the most important benefits, and you mentioned already some of them, are that first of all, providers do not have access to the content that you share. But it's important also to extend that a bit more. It's not only the content, but there is way more uh, to protect than just the content of the messages. There's also metadata, there are backups, profile information, and many other elements that are relevant that some protect and others don't. Also, if you look at the solutions like Treasurit, uh, they enable you to maintain control over the data also after you share it and get insights on who is really accessing the data. Also, you could stay in control uh, of where your data is stored, which is uh, really important. 
to make all this happen uh, and happen in a way that's easily Im implemented and scalable, you need a powerful suite of, uh, suite of admin tools um, for uh, the management of the solutions. And here at Threema, we as an example, we started already with privacy by design approach. Uh, we offered from day one, the possibility to use the solution in a complete anonymous way. You do not need uh, to enter your mobile phone number or email address to work with the solution. And we offer a very powerful management suite where you can control over 28 security uh, policies uh, on the device. And also for administrators, you have over 17 settings that you can control, um, making it a very extensive and powerful uh, management cockpit to make sure that the information is protected. How does it look like uh, on your end? So at Treasure It, um, we also allow admin users to set policies for different user groups. So ensuring that everyone has the right level of access and permissions. For example, the HR team access might be different to the finance team access or uh, the management board's uh, access to data. Um, keeping an activity log of devices and um, user statistics also means that everything can be audited um, and this facilitates uh, investigations should there ever be a data breach, for example. Um, and another example is Treasurate offers um, a number of other sort of security tools uh, that can ensure, for instance, that uh, data can be protected even if a device is lost or stolen. Um, Miguel, can you chat us through uh, some of your top tips uh, for those of us looking um, for a new instant messaging solution for our business? Of course, um, we also just had a, a couple of weeks ago, a very interesting um, webinar uh, with the FZI on the topic. And there we covered some of these points that are really important when uh, you want to select uh, the proper messenger. What does this mean? So if you're interested in protecting your information, know-how and IP, as well as provide a regulatory compliance solution, you should take into consideration the following elements. First, the solution should offer a true end-to-end -end encryption and full transparency. We already talked before about this um, element of encryption and yeah, just be careful about uh, false claims uh, when you select the solution. The architecture should be decentralized um, and the group management should be enabled. Uh, and a very, very important element also for many of our clients is transparency. So ideally the solution is open sourced, um, regular audits are conducted and the solution is also properly documented. The messenger of choice needs also to be GDPR compliant and offer the possibility to be used in an anonymous way. As we were touching before, no need of uh, email address, no need of phone number is really critical also for many applications like uh, the bring your own device situation that we see in many companies after the pandemic. You should also be able to prevent storing of data or uh, the storage of the data in uh, different clouds. And ideally the solution uh, should also offer the possibility to be hosted on uh, your own premises. If we continue and look a bit on the user management and other business features, this is really a key element. Um, I discussed it a bit before. Uh, it's really important that you can manage the credentials and the users 
As an example, you should be able to remove someone from a group if the person leaves the organization. You do not want to continue to share information with that person once the employee uh, is no longer part of the company. Also, critical uh, elements uh, that enable the usage of a messenger are features like broadcast, where you can um, create distribution lists, feeds, surveys, um, and many, many more things. The last point um, has also a bit to do with reputation. So ideally you select a messenger that has a wide adoption, that has strong references, and that of course had no security incidents uh, in the past. To go a bit further on the topic of uh, GDPR compliance and regulations, I want to make a, uh, a point specifically on WhatsApp, because I know that many organizations uh, use also WhatsApp for business purposes. And here we have a couple of issues. So first is WhatsApp is not GDPR compliant. So that's already the first element that companies need to be aware of. Why is it the case? Because WhatsApp collects personal data, like phone number, uh, device identifier, um, group membership, the address, um, the Wi-Fi you're connected to, and so on and so on. And also, uh, you need to be aware that if you use WhatsApp, the syncing of the address book with the service database represents a data exchange and therefore would require the consent of all participants, which I've never heard of that somebody asks them, the people that are in a WhatsApp group, hey, are you fine that we do this, that we discuss these elements? That never happens. Really important also to get to understand on this element is that if you use WhatsApp for already minimal things related to business, you're already GDPR compliant. So if you organize your Christmas party through WhatsApp, then you are GDPR compliant. If you selectively use this channel as an organization, as a management, and you're aware that this is happening and you give the consent for this, then you even might lose the protection that you have if there are lawsuits that are filed against you. So it's really important to understand that uh, here, there are a lot of risks that, that can happen. If we look also a bit further, uh, we also um, have Microsoft Teams, which is widely adopted and has been used um, by many organizations now during the uh, pandemic situation. And we increased also, I uh, think increased a lot the usage. Um, today, over 170 million users uh, are using Microsoft Teams. And this of course makes it very interesting for hackers because ideally you want to hack a solution that is used by many um, because then the reward, the impact is a lot uh, higher. Also the deep integration with Office 365 makes it more attractive and easier to uh, penetrate than other solutions that are uh, more in a closed environment. Therefore, there have been repeatedly cyber attacks that were successful and also even Microsoft themselves issued several uh, security warnings in the last months and years. Something that many are not aware of is the last point. MS Teams is not end-to-end -end encrypted. So all the communication that you send through MS Teams is not encrypted. That should be also something to consider. Of course, a secure messenger is not a replacement for a collaboration solution. Both have to propose and are used for different things. So like many of our customers do, 
they use both uh, solutions one next to the other. So this on our side and on the selection of a secure messenger, the threats that come with private messengers and also how it compares to a collaboration solution. Um, but how does it look on, on your side? Uh, how can people select the, the right solution? Apologies, Zoom technical issues, um, <laughs> but I'm back now. So um, when it comes to internal and external file sharing, um, there, there are a few things that, uh, that you need to look out for. And first of all, um, you want to make sure that the solution that uh, you choose is fit for purpose and meets your compliance requirements. Um, so that can be uh, government regulations or uh, industry specific uh, body standards. Um, but for example, being able to choose where to store your data, so data residency options could be a good start uh, and one sort of a box ticked in ensuring you comply. Um, and it goes without saying, but a reliable solution, a stable product that you can uh, rely on long term is also a must um, so that you're not left out in the cold uh, with no access to your own super valuable data um, if uh, the uh, provider sort of uh, experiences uh, a downtime. And we have spoken already about shadow IT, um, and we at Treasure it always place a great deal of emphasis um, on intuitive user experiences, whether that's for admins managing a subscription or end users, because the easier it is to get to grips with, the higher adoption, and then. Uh, it goes without saying that that's the less uh, you need less IT sort of time, IT resources um, to get everyone uh, up and running and using the solution. Um, no integrations, no new complex uh, workflows to set up, and so on. Um, something else uh, to to look out for or to check is. Um, making sure that you're staying in control, because if you're not in control. Um, then your alarm bells uh, should be going off. Uh, so look for zero knowledge architecture um, and uh, an admin console that uh, can let you monitor what happens to your own content. And finally, make sure you trust uh, your chosen partner um, and that you know they'll stick by you if anything happens. Um, looking for a, a solution based in favorable jurisdictions when it comes to privacy, for example, um, could be a good start. So Switzerland uh, is, is an example that's relevant to both Treasurit and, uh, and Freema. So uh, we have gotten to the moment uh, that probably uh, you're, you're all waiting for. Uh, please, please post uh, your questions in the Q&A section. I can see some coming through now, but we'll wait a couple of uh, couple of moments. Um, we may not get through uh, all of the questions um, today because I want to make sure we we are mindful of your time and finish on time. So don't worry if we don't get to your question today. We will answer every single question uh, in the form of a Q and A um, that we will send along with the recording uh, of this uh, webinar. So I'm gonna take a little bit more water and wait a couple more minutes for the questions. Okay, thank you, thank you. 
So let's uh, start running through some of the questions that I've seen. Um, maybe I have one uh, here for uh, you, Miguel. Um, what happens to the messages on the employee mobile uh, when he is ex excluded from the group, I, uh, I presume? So if uh, you use um, Threema Work or our Threema on-premise solution, you have the possibility to manage uh, the credentials and the users within our management cockpit. And this means that if somebody leaves the organization, he can be removed immediately from um, the communication. So he will not, his ID can be revoked uh, or his ID can be detached in, in that sense so that he does not receive any more messages at all. So he will not be having access anymore to the information that's been shared uh, to him or is going to be shared uh, with that person. Thank you. Oh, I'm a little bit uh, jumping in the Q&A section here. Uh, so sorry while I, <laughs> while I manage this. Um, another good question. Can I back up Treasurit and Threema data on my own um, servers? I think, Miguel, you started answering maybe this question when you touched uh, about sort of like on, on premise. Um, Treasurit um, does offer um, a certain amount of sort of customization. Um, and uh, if this is something uh, that is on sort of the, the tick box uh, list, um, then uh, please, please get in touch and we can give you more, more detail. Um, is, is it also the case for Threema? Yes, so as uh, I mentioned before, um, Threema can be used uh, on-premise and um, can be deployed on their own service of the customer. And backups can be done on a local level, means uh, every individual user can do a backup directly and store the information on the device itself. Thank you. Um, I'm just wondering um, if we can take one more uh, question here. Um, ba -ba 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 -bum. Oh, there's a couple more coming through the chat here. Um, can blockchain make Treasurit uh, more secure? I am uh, very afraid uh, to have to reveal that I'm not uh, technical enough. <laughs> to give you an opinion about uh, blockchain um but uh i have some uh much more knowledgeable people and clever people by my side um so this is something that we can answer uh, in the q a as a uh, as a follow-up uh to to this and i just saw in the chat as well um can you bring your own uh can whether that is bring your own key rather on the roadmap for treasure it um, it is something that's on the long-term uh, product roadmap for treasure it um, so please please uh, keep an eye out for that um, there's uh, quite a few more questions here um, but I am going to um, just say one more thing before we wrap up uh, the presentation so that we uh, finish on time um, and that is um, to save the date for for the next webinar, uh, which will be on the 26th of July. Um, it's a very important one because um, we at Treasury will be presenting the summer edition of our State of the Nation. Um, so our fantastic team of product managers, 
much more techie than me, um, <laughs> will be talking through the most um, significant changes to the Treasurer's uh, product in the first six months of 2022. So they'll go through the add-ons and new features, all our enhancements. And um, those of you that do join or are able to join um, might also get a little uh, teaser of what's on the team's roadmap uh, for the rest of the year and beyond in 2023. So if you're interesting, interested in knowing uh, what's what's on the horizon uh, for Treasure It, then that will be one for you. Um, so with this in mind, I would like to ask Miguel to do the honors and have the closing words for this session. Yes, uh, thank you very much. Um, I hope this was an insightful webinar for uh, all of you. We are uh, very pleased with the uh, huge number of attendants that uh, we had and also uh, are very thankful for the participation both in the polls as well as now in the Q&A section. I will make sure to answer all the other uh, questions as quickly as possible. There were also quite a few commercial questions if there are bundles uh, available for Threema and uh, Tresserit, so we'll make sure to answer all of them uh, as well and uh, make sure that uh, we provide nice uh, bundles uh, to the interested parties. With that, thanks a lot uh, to Olivia uh, as well for uh, guiding through the whole uh, event. And uh, yeah, I wish you a great rest of the day. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.